0: Welcome to another edition of EIU Panthers Podcast. We're now joined by Adam Swanson, a redshirt freshman on the EIU cross country and track team, who's having a standout year here. And we're going to go through part of your year here. Adam is and kind of how how the year has gone. But first of all, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm glad to be a part of it. So we talked a little bit about how you're you're having a good year, and so. You kind of came on to the maybe burst out of the the, the gates, I should say, for lack of a better term, with the outdoor season this year with with a good effort down at the the Texas Relays. What was that experience like? Eastern doesn't normally participate at the Texas Relays, so I guess kind of walk us through what that experience was like.
1: Um. So it was definitely a great experience, you know, going out to Texas. You know, a bigger meet for me, it's usually these local meets. So it was a big meet. Um, I've never been to Texas before. I don't usually travel far out for meets. So it was just an awesome opportunity to be able to go to Texas and go against some of the nation's best. So just going there was, like, an incredible opportunity. And being able to race guys who are, like, better than me and, like, at the top of the food chain, it's like, wow, this is awesome. So, yeah, I raced there, the 800. And then I won that um, the whole meet. I even beat all the pro guys. I mean, they had a separate heat, but I had a faster time than all the pros over there too. So that was an awesome experience, Um, you know, and, you know, people over there, it's, you know, Texas A&M, University of Texas, a lot of these bigger schools, they don't really know like Eastern Illinois. Maybe they'll know like U of I, but Eastern Illinois, you know, it's kind of like, I guess people would say at the bottom of the food chain for D1. So just being over there and kind of, you know, making a name for myself and beating some of the nation's best, like I said. And putting EIU on the map was just an awesome experience.
0: Now, you talked about that. You ran the 800 and the 1500, which are two events for people that, very quickly, I'll put this in descriptions for people that may not understand track. If you're looking at a normal track, 800 is two times around, 1500 is three and three fourths times around. And I guess that almost equates to almost a mile is about the 1500. So um, when you look at those two events now, one is almost double the length of the other. Is there a different mentality that you've had to kind of develop when you run those two different events?
1: Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I'd say the 800 is more of a longer sprint. Some people may look at it just as kind of a distance event, but I'd say it's a longer sprint. So, you know, my approach to the 800, you just got to get after it from the gun and, um, you got to kind of, you got to have good, uh, aerobic and anaerobic strength to be able to hold a sprint and sustain that for, you know, less than two minutes. And then, so that's the way I approach that. Um, the 1500 it's more it, it it's not really a sprint it's more of a you know going out there you know aerobically and just trying to hang in there and you know click off some fast laps but then again hang in there and that's where all your strength comes in from all your training running 60 70 miles a week throughout the year and that's where you kind of outkit guys and race guys so it's the 800's more so of a sprint like i said and the and the 1500's more so uh of a pace run, I guess you could say, kind of more patient with it. So
0: now the 800 is, is kind of where you made your mark. You, you've made your mark in both both of those events. We're going to go through some of the indoor and cross country stuff as well. But the name when when I throw this name out, the people that follow EIU track and even ones that know the national scene, Jim Maton. That's a that's the the name and the record you're kind of chasing there in the 800. You made a made a great effort at it at, at the Texas Relays. Did you know? How close you were to it, is that something or is that something all your teammates and coaches are kind of telling you after the fact about how close you were to to getting the record?
1: Uh, well, in terms of the race, so a week prior to Texas Realize, I ran a 149, which is the first time I dipped under 150s, and I knew Jim's record was crazy, like, before even coming here I'm like, wow, that's, like, Olympic trials almost, you know, which he did go on to the Olympic trials, so, you know, just running the race, it's like, alright, let's see what I can do, and going from a 149 to 147 in an 800 is, like, unreal so just like after that race I looked up at the clock and I was like amazed I'm like like I didn't realize I was going I mean I knew I was going fast but I didn't realize it'd be like a second or less than a second whatever it was off of Maton's time and so I saw that I'm like wow like you know I was in the moment like wow I just like I'm so close to that because I've always been knowing his record but I never really thought like oh i could take this down maybe by my senior year or something but here i am as a you know a sophomore but redshirt freshman so i still got plenty of eligibility so when that happened it's like wow like i could do this maybe this year if not like next year you know like this is going to be reality so it's something that i've looked at and i didn't really realize you know like oh i was that close in the race but it's something i've looked at you know before the race and said like i want to eventually try and break this record and coach howarth was there and like she's like wow you're like so close and all that so
0: now we we talk about that one of the things you you mentioned a little bit of a a sprint the 800 also the 1500 i've been able to see you run one time at the iu big blue classic and different from other distance runners and i know you said the 800 is more of a sprint you're one of the first guys that i've seen that ran out to the front and almost wanted to to run from the front is that a natural instinct for you or is that just kind of the competitive juices and and maybe that's how your not how your other races have gone or is that was that just the competitive juices of I don't want to have to try to pass other guys in a pack in a short distance race
1: right so usually I like to front run so either if there's like a bunch of competition I like to sit up there and sit and if there's three guys up there I like to sit right under them in third and you know try not kick them but if it's a race like that where I don't want to say there wasn't much competition but you know at this point when you're top 10 in the nation it's like it's harder to find guys who are going to go out there with you so usually i like to front run but in races like that where there's not that much competition i got to just go out there and have everyone chase me and just hope for the best but usually in bigger races you know like texas for example where you got you know some of the best guys in the nation like i said it's i like to get out there but whoever wants to take the pace i kind of just sit up there and if no one wants to push it then i'll go up there and push it but there were some guys pushing it at Texas, so I just sat on them and then made my move towards the end and won that. So, I, I like to front run, but it really all depends on the competition.
0: Now, you talk about other big races. You guys are just coming off the Drake relays. Once again, you were up there near the top. You won one of the races. You finished second in the other one. Kind of same strategy there, or was, there, was that a little bit different for you now that maybe people know who Adam Swanson is and maybe they're they're waiting for you to make that run and and did you see that maybe your competitors and especially in the race where you finished second did that they kind of have that same mentality of you or you guys were both trying trying to kick down that last stretch
1: uh well so that race started (laughs) off I was in the uh alley two which is like where you start off here on the inside and I kind of got tripped up against the rail so I started off in 16th place which I don't (laughs) know why they have 16 guys in the heat to begin with which is kind of absurd but um so I was in 16th and then off that, it was kind of a bad race, but then I got into third right away and ended up second. Um, so, yeah, it was it was mostly a race where it's, like, I wanted to get out there and break time's record potentially because I knew there were some really good guys in that race as well. There was two All-Americans in there, um, but just, like, from the gun and... You know, the people back here saw it while watching on uh, NBC Sports Channel that it was a bad race from the start for pretty much everyone. A lot of the guys ran three, four seconds with their PR. So, But it was a goal in my mind to get out there and try and front run or hang on to people and go through the 400, maybe like 52 the first lap and just give it all I can the second lap and try and get that record. But off the bat, it wasn't, wasn't a good start. So.
0: Now, still a lot of time left for you, talked about in your career, but also in this season, you guys are still kind of getting into what I would call the meat of the season. The conference meat is still ahead of you. NCAA regionals right now, the, the way it's set up, you would be a qualifier for, for that in, in the events with the chance of going to, you know, an NCAA nationals. How do you kind of now progress yourself and kind of make sure that you're healthy for the, these big upcoming events that are coming down the stretch?
1: Yeah, so uh, the meet coming up this week at Illinois State, I talked to Coach about it. Uh, it's mostly like, all right, let's get a little speed in there and not try and race you and kind of mentally burn you out or whatnot. So I'll just be doing some pacing and helping out the other guys and just doing a 400 shorter stuff, quicker stuff, which at this time of the season you want to get the legs turning over faster, get the speed going since you already have all the strength. Um, so, yeah, just get my speed, um, you know, up to how it is, uh, you know, just get my speed back to top, you know, top speed. Doing the sprint workouts, and which we didn't usually do during the beginning or middle of the season. But um, just in terms of staying healthy, just doing that for the meet, and then next week having an off week, and trying to just you know get good workouts in, but not push them too much, and take all the runs pretty easy, and you know just get ready for conference, and then after conference it'd be two weeks till regionals. So just pretty much you know being smart with the workouts and in terms of recovery as well. So.
0: Now, the success of the EIU track program, people that, that listen to the podcast, people that know EIU track, know OVC track, know the success that the program has had here. With the the meat for the conference being here at Eastern this year, is there, there added pressure? Do you feel a little bit extra excitement about the opportunity to possibly – and it's gonna sound weird for you because you wouldn't have been on the team when they won the outdoor title two years ago. You weren't weren't even here at Eastern, but to quote unquote I guess repeat.
1: Uh yeah, it would definitely be awesome to repeat, have the two peat here at home. Um, I don't I wouldn't say it adds a bit of pressure. I think it's more of the excitement, like you said, just having kinda of like so called home field advantage, but also having like fans here and we're allowed to have spectators, um, and you know, having my family and friends come and I think it's it's definitely exciting I mean no matter the race no matter where you're at there's always going to be a bit of pressure but I think definitely having the home field advantage and having everyone here watching you and you know just knowing that you're defending champs from indoor and just going for that 2p it's always exciting.
0: Now defending champs is something that the Panthers have done in a couple other sports you've already gotten some hardware here at Eastern we're fortunate enough to be a part of the the cross country program now for two years you guys won the championship this past year what was that like running i guess first of all in the most unique season you've ever had i'm guessing that other than maybe some training or some fun running you probably have never run outside in january for a competition (laughs) right definitely not so you guys go through that i guess kind of take us through what does that do you mentally how do you prep for that especially when you guys were trying to to have a little bit of an indoor season at the exact same time
1: right um so in terms of you know it being january it's really odd because it's like all right we should be doing indoor track right now which we had some sprinters doing some indoor track meets but in terms of cross country we were still focused on that and bringing home the ovc title but you know it's just it's the same mentality it just feels weird like oh it's january like the weather's different like we're here doing cross country we should be running inside right now but i think just that mentality stays the same with You know, Coach giving us workouts and us kind of just, like, you know, making our mark out there saying, like, all right, like, you know, these are the workouts, let's get this done. Like, you know, it may feel weird, like, we have this meet next week, but let's just, you know, like, stick to what we've been doing. And so, I mean, I guess it it feels a little different when you're like, oh, what month is it again? But then again, it's like, I don't think nothing much changes as long as you stay focused to what you're doing.
0: Now, you guys had the success there. I talked to Dustin Hatfield back in the summer before we'd even got into cross-country season, and he was excited about – the roster you guys had coming back and the new guys for an opportunity to make a run at a championship which would have been at the time in October November fast forward you get that in I guess it was in March when you won the, won the championship this time but a lot of those guys will be back next year so what is what did that do for you guys as a as a program with the confidence of being able to kind of finally get that milestone and, and you know hold up that trophy
1: um I think in terms of I think it definitely makes us more confident and you know we're just losing Marcus Skinner which is one guy and he's a great runner but we've got plenty of depth out there where it's like all right we can make another run for it and even better like the guys from this year we're going to have you know they're going to have more experience they're going to be better for next year so maybe even a chance at making a national run is the hopes we had the hopes last year but it didn't really come into place so but definitely with the experience that the guys are going to have next year and how fit everyone's gonna be and how we're keeping most of our guys. It's gonna be exciting and we're gonna be going for a national run, so.
0: Now, cross country uh, and I track is the same way. I think they're always interesting in the fact that it's kind of an individual sport, but at the same time, it's a team sport. And your team success is based on how all of the guys or girls do in any given race. And you don't necessarily have to be, have the gold medal finish to win the team title. How do you guys approach that to kind of make sure that hey look i might have finished 20th in the race but we won the team title so while i'm personally upset i'm overall excited because of the team accomplishment
1: right um in terms of cross country or yeah track?
0: Cra- I mean, we'll start with cross country okay
1: um i'd say it's mostly like you know, for example, I got 20. It's not what I wanted to do or expected to do. But at the end of the day, there's guys who step up. Like Richie Jacobo, for example, he's a true freshman. He came in there and stepped up. So I think in terms of that, it's, you know, you I couldn't be mad about it. Like, my teammates stepped up. They kind of took over. I'm proud of them for that. And it's mostly like, all right, like, you know, that was the last race of Cross. But, yeah, I gave it my all. It was just a bad race. It was sloppy. But I'm proud of all these guys for stepping up. I think that's mostly the, the way I look at it.
0: Now, then, you turn that over to, to track, and track is a little bit different animal from that standpoint, the fact that you have so many different events right. that end up kind of compiling to that. How do you guys keep that? And I guess this is what I'm always curious about for EIU, and maybe other, maybe other programs this way, but Eastern seems to be this way in the track, is that you still kind of keep that family-team bond going, even though you're an 800 runner, or there may be a, a long jumper that you're supporting, or maybe even you're a roommate with. How does, how does that bond kind of get built in that support? um you know the coaches emphasize
1: a lot like all right cheer on your teammates and all that stuff be there for their events watch them cheer them on every point matters so i think it's mostly just you know kind of just seeing the guys back at the camp and being like all right like good job like even if you don't talk to them on the daily practice it's like all right hey good luck you're gonna get this like we need these points so it's mostly just talking to the guys when we're back in camp and kind of letting them know, like, hey, we're trying to win an OVC title, and everyone, you know, communicating that, like, we're going to win this and stuff. So it's mostly just, you know, just telling them, like, hey, like, you know what we're here for. Let's take care of business. Everyone do their job. Like, if we all do our job, it's all going to come together, and we're going to win.
0: Now, we talked about how you, quote-unquote, broke onto the scene this year during outdoor track, but people that have followed EIU track – would know your name last year from when we actually had an indoor season, which I know seems like a lifetime ago when you talk about the fact that you didn't have an indoor season. You were an OVC champion as a true freshman, part of EIU winning an OVC team championship for the indoor. I guess two questions here. First of all, take us through what it was like as a true freshman to be able to win an event and kind of step up there and get that first gold medal.
1: Yeah, so just going into the race, I knew a few of the guys just because there was a guy ranked in the nation and some really good guys, and it's like, all right, I'm a freshman here, like, let's see if I can get some points for this team, like, you know, we can win this, but, you know, no one really expected me, the commentators, like, no one said my name or nothing, I don't even know what I was seated. I mean, I won the prelims going into that, so I was seated first, but based on the times throughout the season, I don't think I was really seated up there, but it's just, it was awesome being able to run that, and come from behind from being in like fourth and like taking over and winning that at the end and you know everyone no one really expected that including myself it just happened and then it was just awesome being able to score 10 points for my team and just ever since after that everything's just really been clicking.
0: Now you talked about that 10 points ends up being important as you're winning a a team title so you win an individual medal but then you guys win a team title your first one what was I guess cross country ends up being your second championship here at EIU as a team what was the first championship like
1: uh it was really awesome I mean you know us and SEMO going at it we knew that either SEMO or us would win by a few points which we ended up winning by two three points um so it was just awesome knowing that we won and it's like you know, it's like, wow, we're Ohio Valley Conference champs. It's like, I'm a freshman, so it's like, this is awesome. Like, it feels like high school again, like winning conference, but it's a bigger deal. And it was just awesome. Like, I was proud of everyone, and it was just really exciting knowing that I contributed, you know, 10 points from the 800 and just being able to celebrate with the team and my coaches being there for me and being there for everyone. So it was it was an awesome feeling.
0: Now, for you, and run cross-country, then you also run track, but you don't run – what I would consider the traditional distance races when you when you convert it over to track. That would be probably some of your steeplechasers at a 3,000 meters, a 5,000, a 10K. For you, how, how has that been an adjustment going from, you know, you're running a five, well I guess it's actually an 8K in, in a cross country meet to all of a sudden, that's gotta be a, I guess a lot less taxing or tiring on your body.
1: Right, yeah. Um- So in cross-country, like you said, 8K, you're running for, you know, like 25 minutes. It's, you know, not my favorite thing to do, but you got to get it done for the team. But I'd say in terms of cross, we're doing a lot of, you know, longer mileage stuff, not really any speed stuff. So I think when I transition from that to track to running for less than two minutes on the track, it's more of a a change uh, mentality where it's like, all right, like, you know, I'm doing shorter events now, like, you know, got to get the legs turning over, you know, coach will adjust our workouts, give us, uh, you know, rather than doing 1,000 meter repeat workouts, maybe I'd be doing like 400 meter repeats workouts, and maybe a little bit of speed stuff uh, early on, but more speed stuff toward the end, like I said, so it's just, it's just a mental thing, and, you know, feeling that out in workouts, and kind of, you know, when you have your first track race, coach is not expecting you to go out there and drop like it crazy time because she knows that it'll take time and to get the legs feeling that speed again so I, it's more of a, a mental mental thing to get adjusted to it.
0: Now for you I'm I guess I'm always interested in this we ask this with, of the different athletes that we've done whether they're they're current athletes or, or alums growing up kind of what got you into into your current sport of cross country and track I'm, I'm guessing like a lot of kids you you did multiple sports and somewhere along the way this became kind of the one that you we're, were maybe the most successful at
1: right yeah so growing up I did swimming for about like 10 years and then I played football for about three or four years and uh just going into middle I mean middle school I did track but I would not say that's something where it's like you take it so seriously like oh this is what I want to do when I'm older I want to go to college for this it was just kind of like your parents just kind of have you sign up because they don't want you playing video games yeah. all day you know <laughs> but and then going into uh high school out of middle school it's like um, you know, I'm going to do track. It's fun. I never, I'd say I was pretty good on the team, but I wouldn't say I was the best or never saw myself doing it in college, like I said, but, um, just, you know, freshman year of track, it was fun. And I never really did cross country until junior year or two. So I, I was a sprinter, actually, my freshman and junior or freshman and sophomore year of high school. And then one time I was like late to practice. So my punishment was like, all right, we're going to put you in the mile. For one race, And then I, they ended up doing that, and I ran a really good mile. It was, like, the second best on the team as, like, a, a high school freshman. So then they're like, all right, we're going to move you to distance. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, this will be fun. So so then I did that. They started putting me in 800s and all that. Um, I ran a really good 800. It was, like, fifth in the state of Illinois at the time for a freshman. And it was, like, a 202. And then, you know, they're like, oh, we let's get you to do cross country and stuff. And I was kind of like, all right, like, I ran a 202. Like, that's cool. But, like, I didn't really see, like, all right, like, you know this is serious. Like I just ran a really good time. Like I can make state. I didn't really think of that at the time until my coach told me. And they're like, we're gonna get you to do cross country. And then I'm like, uh, I'm like, all right, maybe I'll try it. And then junior year, I did cross country. That was my first year doing it. And then I it helped me break two in eight hundred. I ran one fifty six. Because the strength helps a lot for the eight hundred, especially on that second lap. Um, and then I ran like fifteen flat for three miles. Um, and then just after that, really, it's like you know I made state. Uh, in the four-by, which is back here in Charleston. We got third place as a team. Um, What else? And then for... uh Cross country, I got like 30th or 40th around there uh, individually. So then it's kind of like, wow, I'm like, I'm pretty good at running, you know? Like, I never really thought of this like as a freshman, but I'm pretty good at it. So then just going into senior year, it's like, all right, I'm going to run in college. And I wanted to, I was like seated to like uh, potentially get like top three at state as a senior, but I got injured and I had a hamstring strain, so I was out for a while. But I still knew I wanted to run in college and i guess you could say it's a comeback story if you want to say that but so yeah i was basically out for the whole year i had one race and then i came back and that's pretty much what led up to it so just you know realizing my potential as a junior and senior and just saying like oh like i could go to college for this i can keep doing what i love and you know i love me i'm really competitive i love racing people so just it kind of sparked from junior year just joining cross country and falling in love with running more
0: now a lot of I hear the track kids talk about the fact that you get to, as a high school kid in the state of Illinois, it's trying to get to the big blue track, which you get to run on every day here. Here at Eastern, was what was that like then? All of a sudden, when you transition and you only only had to truly have had one meet out here to then run out here as a college athlete, as as opposed to when you had an opportunity at a state meet.
1: Yeah, it was really awesome, especially at Big Blue and being able to train out here. It kind of, like, when I go out there, I just look at the stadium, even though there's, like, no one there. It's it's always, you know, quiet out there. I just imagine the fans and everyone cheering and all that. It's just It just brings me memories from junior year when I was here for track stay and just, you know, all the people there and all the shouting and yelling and everyone cheering you on. It just, you know, doing workouts, it just reminds you, like, I feel like I'm, like, racing again, but... know, really, you're not. But it's like it's awesome, though. It's just you know the blue track. It stands out, and you know it brings back a lot of memories from high school. So
0: now, when you guys are gonna go out and train, you talked about this. You you mentioned it earlier in the podcast that you usually will guys will run fifty or sixty miles during the week, and that seems a little unfathomable to me because I don't run that far at all by by any stretch of the imagination. But how do you kind of mentally do that? I guess is do you is there music you listen to kind of what 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 paces yourself as you're going through that or or you just kind of think about is there certain things that you think about as you're out there running all those miles
1: uh so usually um in terms of mileage i'm you know doing the 800 i do lower end there's some guys doing like hundreds of miles a week crazy (laughs) stuff but so fortunately i get to do the lower mileage but it's it's not. I mean, it sounds complicated to people that don't run. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you, you know, like, that sounds boring, which, you know, at times it can be boring, but we got a great team and we're always running out there making jokes and just like talking and it, it goes by. And if you're by yourself, you just, you know, you kind of talk to yourself in your head, I guess, or just focus on your breathing or whatnot. And it, it really goes by when you just stay focused or talking to a teammate. So.
0: so if you transition that then from that distance into a short amount of distance, what what is what goes through your mind when all of a sudden you've gone from you you running all those miles all week to now I'm going to run these two laps in the 800? Is there in my mind I'm like I would, there's a song that would go through my mind as I'm running the two laps around the track. Is that is that something that that you kind of do there or what kind of what what is your focus on when you're running there in, in those races?
1: Um, I'd say I don't know when, when races when races come it's just a different mentality. I kind of just zone out. And I just hear the gun and next thing you know I just I'd say my mind kinda goes blank and I'm just kinda focused on my breathing. But then again I'm not. It's like almost like I'm not breathing. It's hard to explain. But I just I just run and I don't really think about anything. Maybe I just like look at the guy in front of me and think like oh, like, all right, like, I'm going to make a move soon. Like, it's really that. Like, that's really all that. It's like a tunnel vision, like, something at the end of the tunnel. It's like, that's all I think about is I don't really think about anything. There's, like, no distractions. Because, like, once that gun goes off, I'm, like, mentally locked in, and I can't think of anything else. So sometimes you think of your brain a little bit, but it's mostly just, like, you know, like, trying to stay relaxed and, like, all right, like, you know, two laps. Yeah, that's really all I can think of. Yeah, <laughs> well,
0: that's fine. And then, so, you're still young, red shirt freshman from from competition standpoint for outdoor track you'll be a redshirt freshman next year when you guys finally get to do indoor track games you'll get that that year back and same thing with, with cross country what kind of goals do you have for yourself here during the rest of your time at eastern i've got to imagine that you're already within striking distance of a few of those school records i gotta imagine seeing adam swanson as the number one spot's got to be somewhere on your radar
1: yeah so um yeah, my time remaining here has still got a lot of eligibility left. So I definitely want to uh, break Jim Maton's record and uh, the 1500 record as well. I forgot who holds that one, but it's a pretty fast one as well. Um, and hopefully get on there with the relays or the 600 for indoors. But, um, you know, I want to break that this year, but if not, I know I got plenty of time to do it. Um, so yeah, I want to break Jim Maton's record. Uh, a few other records as well, like I said. I want to... Um, you know i made my regional spots locked in i never really would have thought like oh like i have a chance at nationals this year that's like a goal down the road but like i really do have a chance this year at making nationals as well so that's a goal this year as well and you know of course the rest of my time here and just really staying injury free and progressing well and you know running top times in the nation and you know eventually hope hopefully i've talked to my coaches about it like going pro and you know whether that's I mean, not, not semi-pro, but I'd want to go, like, full-time pro where it's, like, you know, you can make a career out of mm-hmm. it. Not nothing where it's, like, you know, chump change, lunch money, but, like, decent amount, yeah. like, of money in terms of stuff like that. So that, that, that's a go down the road as well.
0: Now, you mentioned that, and that, that's interesting for, for people that don't know much about that. I'm guessing there, there is a pro circuit for people running, but that's not really here in the United States. So I'm guessing a lot of that would be overseas. Uh, They have some things overseas, but they also
1: have some teams in the U.S. as well. Okay. and so yeah.
0: Okay. Well, didn't know about that. Yeah. Good luck on, on, on pursuing those different things there. Thank you. The the last question i kind of have for you, you touched on this a little bit about trying to stay injury-free, but you'd also mentioned earlier that that kind of cost you what you thought was going to be a really good senior year for you in high school. With that having already happened, are there – things you do now that you try to work with the coaches to train differently to make sure that you can prevent having some injuries like that
1: oh uh, yeah so when i did get a hamstring strain it was from sprinting and not warming up well i'd say in a, in a 400 so definitely the approach i do now with my coaches i i make sure i'm doing like a lot of strengthening and you know, the hamstring, it all starts, you know, with your glutes. And stuff. having weak glutes can contribute to a lot of lower leg injuries. So, just making sure I'm up to date on all my strengthening stuff and doing all that on my own. Um, coach trusts me to get it done on my own. She's not going to sit there and watch her and do it. But she trusts me to do that. Um, and then just being smart with, you know, sprinting and stuff and warming up really good. And they try not to put me in any 400s. Um, but I'll be doing a 400 this week, which, you know, I'm, I appreciate that, Coach Howard. But, um, yeah, so i will just making sure I'm warmed up, really. That's pretty much all. So.
0: All right. Well, we're joined by Adam Swanson. I appreciate you. Good luck the rest of the season at the OVCs and at the uh, NCAA Regionals. Thank you.